All right, so are you ready? This is our 50th, our 50th episode. We've got to do something big, so I've got it planned, all right? Now, we're, we're going to video with this one, and we're going to have you over on this side of the room. I'm going to put you in a costume, and we'll start the music. And then you dance to the center as I come flying across on the trampoline. I am not watching a stupid movie, John Ball. I am no, not watching this movie. We've got to do a musical episode for our no, 50th. No, we do not. No, it, it, well, actually, technically, I've only been on 49 episodes. Well, I don't know. It depends. I think we've had a couple of special ones, and we did some we never re- uploaded. I missed you. So, so either like, way. That's like a 60th in a way. You don't, you don't, you, but you don't want to do the whole musical thing. No, I don't. Tell me, do you want to go? Nope. No? You just nope. want me to go? Just go. Just okay. start. Welcome to this 50th episode of the Old Titans. We're getting older, and so is our show. This is John Paul. As always, the one and only B-Man. That's all I'm going to do for today, this one. No hey, title. No hey. title. Look at that. We put all of our focus on the show itself this yes, week. Yes, because yeah. we did a lot of prep work this week. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I can't believe we hit 50, though. Yeah, this, this is cool. We, I tell you, we're closer to 60 or 70 if you count the ones we just didn't upload or Probably close to 60. I don't think we went that I don't messed up that many times. Well, close we, to 60. Plus we had special ones, like... Point fives and that kind of stuff. Yeah, we, we did a one Spider-Man review. That oh, that's right, you weren't on that one. That was actually yeah. that was our least liked show in history. By the it way, it was that was our least liked show. I thought in it was history. one of our most. Our biggest drop off was that we actually barely recovered from that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we lost all funding. Yeah, it's because of Spider-Man. How bad it was, right? It's better than Wonder Woman. As we voted for on the last awards show from last week. And oh, on that note, we're going to get into the B-Man question of the week, which. This is a good question, John Paul. Okay. The question and, of the week is, what was the last question of the week? That's what I was going to say, is we don't remember our question. We were so disappointed in our question, and it's now in 2018. So right. first, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. Um, should old questions be forgot and all because that Because they stuff? already have yes. been forgot, yes. Um, I think we should just ignore it and make up a new question and we'll pretend go, we'll that was our there. question. We'll go with it, yes. Do you have a good one? Lined up for next week? Yeah. I, I, I mean, for like... Today, do you have one? Oh, you we'll start off with... Uh, this is a good one for you. Okay. Because this is part of the news. We'll go into the news with this question. Okay. All right. Jodie Foster, I think, believe it was last night, made a comment, or recently made a comment. Yeah, so recently, yeah. Superhero movies are ruining Hollywood. How do you feel about this comment, John Paul? Um, a, I think it's one of those comments that she probably wishes she hadn't said at the time she said it. It's probably one of those things... We all say things we wish... It's like, ah, I probably said something too strong there, went overboard... Because it's a stupid statement. I mean, superhero movies, no more so than science fiction movies or musicals or cowboy movies or any other genre that kind of takes over for a period of time. No type of movie is going to destroy Hollywood. They can do well enough on their own. No, yeah. I, I, that's a, No, I'm, I'm actually yeah. with you. Um, I think Jodie Foster, I, I agree with her somewhat, the fact that superhero movies are so overblown. Like, every month there's another movie out there, it feels like. By the time, time when it ends, another <laughs> one comes out almost. Put it that yeah, way. Yeah, it feels like that sometimes. Or close to. I mean, I think right now in theaters, Justice League is still playing, right? Oh, yeah. Some theaters, so, I mean, Thor, Thor is too. I mean, it's yeah. only two weeks earlier. So, I mean, they're still out there right now. Yeah. And, um, and, and a month away, I think it's a month away from Black Panther. Right. So, I see her point that a lot of the moviegoers are spending the money on superhero movies only. Yeah. One of the problems, though, is not really superhero movies in general, is the fact that seeing a movie these days is so expensive. That's the biggest problem. I think that's the biggest problem right now. Not really the superhero well, genre. It's, it's, it's half the problem for Hollywood. It's not the well, other half of it's not a problem. It's that the home technology has gotten so good. Large TVs have gotten 
so right. cheap compared to what they used to be. Sound systems have gotten so good. Popcorn is really cheap at home. I mean, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. So people look at it and go, the movie tickets have gotten so high, and I have such a good experience at home. That's driving them away more than anything else. And what I did a lot of times myself is, like you just said, it's so much cheaper at home. Yeah. Well, back in the day when we were kids, you know, there were VHSs to be watched. Oh, yeah. The movie came in the theater. You would have seen a VHS for like a year later or something like that. At least. Nowadays, yeah. sometimes these movies are on DVD within a month or two after. Or Blu-ray, whatever it is. And you, and you think it's because of you know how well they do or don't do at the theater. Maybe right. if they don't do well, they rush it to DVD. But no, they have those schedules planned, you know, yeah. a year ahead. Absolutely. Matter of fact, it, just my, my favorite movie of the year last year, just left some theater. I actually think it's still in some cheap theaters right now. Yeah, it probably is. That comes in Blu-ray, um, I want to say next week. Yeah, so it's just right around the corner. So, so it's, uh, what, three months later, four months, stops? Yeah, but, like, how long did the movie play until December easily? Yeah. So we're talking, like, maybe a month after it ended. The, now, the, think of it this way. You can buy a Blu-ray copy, own this copy, watch it whenever you want to watch it, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. Or you can take your wife to see this movie for, like, 30. <laughs> and yeah. now see it just once when you're done. Yeah, I know. This it's, is this is why MoviePass is doing well. Um, the... We can talk about movie pass some other time, but it's a subscription service where you can go and for ten dollars a month see as many movies in the month as you want to see one a day. So that will help if if programs like that come along um, and are widely used. That and, will help. And see, this is another reason I, I kind of disagree with her. I mean, I, I agree, disagree, agree. The fact that there's way too many out there. At the same point, superhero movies, people understand. They think this is a new thing. I think Iron Man started this, or Batman started this, one of the two. It really hasn't been no. started with those. No. I mean, technically, Hercules, a bunch of movies, Clash of Titans, all these movies. Yeah. That's a superhero movie in theory. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, you want, to, if you want to go to just the straight superheroes of what everybody would... The spandex guys? Yeah, the spandex guys. I mean, go back to the 40s. Um, you had Superman right. in the serials. You had Black Hawk. You had Captain Marvel. Um, Captain America, Batman. Yeah. You had all those serials that Absolutely. people went to for 15 weeks in a row. Um, there's, you know, they had the 15 chapters. You paid your quarter every week and went and saw the movie. Um, you had uh, George Reeves. The beginning of the Superman TV series was actually in the theaters, Superman and the Mole Men. Uh, you had Christopher Reeve. Um, you know, I'm skipping a lot of Marvel because Marvel, re- no, no question, Marvel's killing it now. But it took them decades to ever right. really get started. Right. They never could. Um, but DC kept having these little pops of greatness and then they would fall into nothing and pop of greatness and fall into nothing and, and yes and again it goes back to prices yeah you know um, compared to how it was back in the 80s you know there really is no middle class anymore as far as American goes they're upper class and better lower <laughs> class <laughs> well I mean let's yeah. be real let's be real I mean it's almost like that these days so to see two or three movies a week um, a year I'm sorry a month Month. Said, my wife and I started uh, yeah let's go to that for a second my wife and I first started dating we started a different movie every week okay we can't do that anymore we just can't physically afford that anymore well, it, it, it gets hard plus with another kid and another ticket I pick say with even without the kid it'd be difficult because you're looking at let's say let's say you find a theater that's only selling their tickets for $10 a piece right which See, is hard to find these, hard. these days but even if you did three movies in a month for the two of you, that's sixty bucks a month. Right, that's, that's quite a bit of money. I mean, Plus, I mean, popcorn is like what mm-hmm. eight bucks, something like that. Oh yeah, candies five or six bucks. Like this is, I mean, and, and you're probably going to be spending thirteen or fourteen dollars per ticket. So it's easy if you saw three movies in a month. 
you're spending so, over $100. Again, there's a lot of blame to go around. I think Hollywood needs to take a lot of this blame. Plus, Hollywood has put out some pretty bad movies. They have put some bad ones out I mean, there. it seems like right now, the only thing you see right now are either superhero movies or reboots or yeah. sequels. And it doesn't help... <coughs> sorry, it helps us as fans, but it doesn't help Hollywood that the actors no longer have a stigma against being on television. You get some big-name actors yeah, we'll in a lot of TV shows. Yeah, we a Netflix show. Yeah. Um, um, and with Netflix and HBO, I guess it started with The Sopranos and HBO, but with HBO and Netflix and Stars and Showtime and yeah. even ABC, CBS, CW, and all the rest, there are so many good shows on. Sometimes they're short. I mean, you know, 10 episodes and the whole show's done. Almost really more of a miniseries. But you can see such good content. And honestly, as much as I enjoyed Justice League, Crisis on Earth X, the CW crossover, was a much better Justice League movie. And again, bring it up to that as well. Justice League, I, I did enjoy Justice League. Yeah. We talked about this before. I didn't like The Flash in Justice League. I thought he was the weakest part of that movie. Right. I like The Flash in the TV show. Yeah. I think Grant Gustin's, that's yeah. his name? Yeah. Grant done Gustin. a great job with that character. Yeah, absolutely. The writing's been great in that show. That I'd rather watch The Flash at home for free when I want to watch it as opposed to watch yeah. paying money to see a Flash movie, what they had right there. Now, what I would love to do is if they would take Crisis on Earth X and put it at the movie theater, you know, one of those Fathom events, you know, one night only. They or might do that Those kind day. of things. Doctor Who, the Doctor Who Christmas special, they did that. In fact, it sold well enough, they expanded it to two nights so you could watch the big thing. So that's they do some of that, and that brings people back into the theater. But They need to fix the things. And I think, as you just said a second ago, a minute ago, whatever, the home quality is so good as opposed to it was back in the day. Yeah. You know, there's no more big box TVs that, you know, with a little green bar on the top of it and yeah. cut off heads, whatever it is. It's so good quality. It's almost as good as watching in a theater. Mm-hmm. And the privacy of your own home. I would almost say they would never be able to do this because they can't really regulate it, but just right to the movie, right to the home. You can watch this movie, here's 30 bucks. Pay 30 bucks, you can watch it. Yeah. At the same point, that'll probably lose money because. You can record it at home, plus you have 20 people come over home and watch a movie. So, that's, again, I can see them losing money from that. Yeah. But they are running out of ideas, and they've got to do something fast, because this industry is changing. But as long as they keep putting out the big spectacles, like Star Wars and things, that right. draw people in, they've got some time. They, they have time, but I just I, I see it going down. Yeah. Because the solution right now is to raise prices, and the raising prices, I think, is hurting. At some point, it, it'll kill it. And even some theaters don't even do matinees anymore. Yeah. I mean, that also is hurting things. Yeah. Or if they do them, they don't change the price. Right. It used to be matinee price. You at least got half price yeah. or something, but yeah, not so, anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a controversial so, statement. Well, I agree and disagree with her. Yeah. I don't think it's superhero movies, but... She did say superhero movies. Yeah, she said that. superhero. I don't think it's that, but she has a point that there's a lot going right. on around that. Um, Should we get into the news then? Yes. All right. Dee, 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 whatever. Well, you, you had know. to do that. Okay, you had to do it. Had to do it for the new year. So, or whatever. Um, take it away with the news. Oh, me? Yes. You're the news guy. Yeah, but I, I don't have any news this time. You're the one that told me the news the I want to bring up. The only news You were the I, one that told me the news. I, I just brought up news. Bring up news. I had one news item to bring up. Bring it up. One. It was Jody Foster's statement, and you used it for our question. Did you really? Yeah. No, you told me a piece a couple minutes ago. I did. What, yes. Which piece did I tell you a couple well, minutes Disney ago? Well, Disney possibly buying Netflix. <gasps> That's right. Hey, well, you just spoiled it. You just said it instead. Because you can't remember. Because you I are can't old, man. <laughs> All right. Getting older. But yes, yeah, so there is a rumor that Disney might be buying Netflix and that Amazon might be buying Target. So those are two major acquisitions. Um, I 
don't think I like the idea of um, Disney buying Netflix. The Amazon buying Target, that, whatever, that's fine. There's enough retail out there, Walmart and all the rest. Is it that's, really, though? Well, Walmart and Target are kind of the Coke and Pepsi of retail stuff. Right. Target's a little bit higher end, but not a whole lot. We're talking the step tops. Um, outside of that, Walmart's bigger. So if Amazon buys Target, it just gives them a distribution arm, whatever. I'm okay with that one. Netflix being part of Disney, Disney already has a 60% ownership now in Hulu. Okay. So they, the two biggest streaming services are Netflix and Hulu. And weren't they also going to come out with a Disney streaming service? And they were doing that. Which might not happen now. They, I, when they bought Fox and got the Hulu stuff, I kind of assumed maybe they would just, whether they officially relabeled it or just called it Disney's Hulu. You know, that, you know just put the little Disney name over the word Hulu. A lot of companies, when you do acquisitions, that happens a lot. And then somewhere down the line, after people get used to seeing the two names connected, they can drop off. Yeah, but Disney, a lot of times, they don't put the name on top of everything. They don't. They don't. But I, I was assuming Hulu would become their their service. Now, of course, this is a rumor. We don't know if it'll actually is but, even considered. But think of it how it is right now, all right? Yes, they own 60% of Hulu. They also own the top shows on Netflix. Yep. So, I mean, they're already, in, they're already heavily getting money from both stations. Yeah. Just like we're in Orlando. Disney owns the theme parks, let's be real. The biggest competitor, Universal Studios, has Marvel stuff. Has Marvel Island there, but they haven't tried to buy Universal. It could be they'll be happy to just make revenue off. They're of making revenue. They, they're fine. They're making money every day off them. Practically, yeah. it's kind of like we had a conversation yesterday about there being no Star Wars video games in a while, except for the couple examples I gave of Star Wars Lego video games. Better fun, yeah. And you know where where they um, license their name to another company, mm-hmm. where they have no financial risk, and if there's money made, they just get to make the money. That's kind of what they do with Universal. They have no risk in running the park. Well, with Hulu, with uh, Netflix, right now they have no risk in Netflix. They can run Hulu, make it their main service, keep a few shows over on Netflix. If they do well, great. They're making money off both services. But isn't Netflix the biggest selling oh, streaming yeah. service? It is the biggest. So they can be the biggest. I mean, why not the Disney? They're going to own everything eventually. I think they would. I think they could grow Hulu into the biggest anyway. Uh, why risk it? Why risk it when you just buy it? I'm not saying I like the idea. Yeah. I'm simply saying that's Disney's problem. Is, Disney has bottomless pockets. Let's I don't here. know if um, FTC would allow it, though. FTC, I think FTC bows to Disney. I don't know. I Who's going to step up to him? Well, you never, you never know what Trump's going to do, first of all. And I'm not trying to make it political, but you, you honestly don't never know what he's going to say one day. Maybe he had a bad experience at Disney one day and says, no, no, no. They, they're not going to be allowed to do that. You never know. And then Disney hasn't impeached because they'll pay the senators. They'll find something. It's Disney, now, dude. It, now, it, if we it, could go that direction, uh, well, let's it, not get political. <laughs> I'm saying it, it's Disney. I don't see anybody, any corporation stepping up to Disney and saying, you can't do that. Disney has everything. They have the lawyers, they have the money, they have the power. They are the most powerful company in this world, I believe. I know some companies make money to them regardless. Yeah. Disney. Oh. I don't know. I just, the mouse is powerful, put it that way. The force is stronger than the mouse. Apple could buy Netflix out from under them. How about that? That would be great. Apple has like 50-something billion dollars sitting in the bank not doing anything. What would Netflix sell for? I think that's enough I money to buy Netflix? Oh, that? that's more than, yeah, that's more than enough money to buy them. But would Apple even want Netflix? I'm just picking somebody else who has the strength to do it. It's a streaming service. It still connects to IT-type stuff, and Apple is really more of an entertainment. Actually, think of it this way. This could actually be genius. Apple buys Netflix... 
makes Netflix only for your iPhones. You can't watch it on your phone anymore. That would be dumb. That would be. Would it be dumb? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, get rid of those. Uh, what do you have there? Galaxy? Yeah, it's a Samsung Galaxy, yeah. Can I afford that? Probably. No, I can't. With that. all the deals they have out nah, there? No, I don't like those. <laughs> but anyway, so there, there's a news item for okay. you. Did you have any other news items? Yes, Star Wars The Last Jedi, we talked about, we beat this down pretty good. Again. We did, we did. You and we're going to talk about it more in a little bit after we do our predictions for the new year. Or right. Whatever, but, but, um, it, well, actually, let's go to predictions first. Let's go to... Let's, you want to do it first? Yeah, let's okay. go to predictions first. So, all right, let's, let's take it kind of category. We're not going to get break it down to as many categories as we did for our year in review. Right. But going through, like, TV shows, movies, books, comics, you know, whatever, and video games, let's, let's pick movies. What... You don't have to pick. You can. You don't have to, but you don't have to pick one movie. But is there one movie or a series of movies or anything that you're really, really looking forward to this year? This is interesting because for me, it's always been Star Wars. Last Jedi left such a bad taste in my mouth, even though I did enjoy it overall. Yeah. Such a disappointment to me. Sorry. That Han Solo was no longer my, my look for a movie of the year. It was originally. Yeah. Favorite character. I loved Han Solo. And that's in May, series. right? That's coming on so May. So we got Solo. A Solo. Is that the Star Wars stuff I think it's called? Something like that. Whatever yeah. it is. Um, as far as movies go, probably Avengers. It looks really good from what I've seen. Um, hey, superhero movie. Looking forward to seeing it. But again, I mean, it's usually the surprise ones that I'm not expecting and what I like the most. As far as TV shows, this is interesting for me with TV shows. Right, well, let me, let me okay. do my movie part okay, first. Okay, movie. All right, so for movies... Um, I definitely couldn't pick one. That's why I said you don't have to pick okay. one. I, I, I had a hard time doing that. Um, I am looking forward to Avengers. All right. Um, I'm a little worried that because it's originally kind of like I was worried when Justice League, when they first announced it was going to be a two-parter and that Avengers is going to be a two-parter. Right. And then they both backed off of that. But then I've heard in interviews, um, is it, what are their names? Is it the Russo brothers? Is that who's directing them? I have no them? idea. Anyway, same people who did um, Civil War or okay. whatever. They made it sound like this is just part one of a story, even though they're not calling it part one. So I'm a little worried that we're going to leave the movie like, um, where's the rest of it? I'm a little, a little bit worried. So there's that. But still looking forward to Avengers. Um, the other one is Aquaman. I mean, it's a DC one. But Aquaman, he's had such disrespect over the years. I'm looking forward to, are they going to do something with Aquaman that is going to just... They'll make him cool. Rock, rock. Jason Momoa in general. He walks in the yeah. room. He's room got cooler. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's true. Um, and then there's a lot of smaller movies and other stuff coming out this year that um, could be, you know, could be kind of spectacular and catch us all off guard. But those are kind of the the biggies. Um, you know, so I left Star Wars out to some degree for the same reason. I, my my anticipation is dropped. Yeah, I'm I'm going to see it absolutely. I'm going to see it opening weekend probably. Maybe I don't know. It's right before MegaCon, I believe. Okay. No, I'm just saying that that you might have something spoiled if. You... Well, that's what I'm afraid of. Is uh. You might find out that he's really in love with Princess Leia. Nick, well, she'll be in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, though, is a problem because I think Star Wars Episode Nine comes out the day of MegaCon starts. Yeah. So. Yeah. But again, that's just. Okay. So TV. Okay. You started with TV. Okay. So what are you looking forward to on TV? I'm a free agent. I am absolutely a free agent this year. Think of it this way, what do you, right? What do you mean you're a free agent? Walking Dead and Game of Thrones are always my two big ones. Okay. No Game of Thrones this year. Very disappointing. Yeah. Walking Dead, I don't really care about anymore. Okay. I'll continue watching this season. 
Maybe I'll watch next season if I finish this season. Depends on what they do. Okay. Right. They, they are saying that um, there's only be one character left from the first episode, which is, I think, the only characters left is uh, Rick and Morgan, right, I believe, from the first episode? From the very first episode? Yeah, I think um, it's Rick and Morgan. Carl. Carl died already. Well, not yet. We think he. We think he's. Yeah, dead. I know. And I know. you know they show pictures of him online and <laughs> I know. his family's outraged. So yeah, it's just Rick and. Was Kyle in the first episode? I thought he was. I'm not entirely sure of that. I get. He was in their story, whether he was physically on screen or I not. I honestly I don't know. think it was just really just Rick Morgan and Morgan's. Kid. I mean, he might have might, been other characters in the background. That's yeah, true. You might not have seen him until episode two. Because he's part of, again, he right. was part of their story. He was part of what was going on. You just didn't see him. You're right. Because it starts off with Shane and Rick talking about the fight he had with Laurie yeah. and yeah. everything happening. Um, so, no, those shows. The shows I watched on the, on the side, whatever it is. Yeah. I like Riverdale. I know you don't care for it. I like Riverdale. Um,. But again, I'm not, if I miss the video, am I really going to lose sleep over it? Not really. Right. There's really no show out there that I'm like, i got to watch this. I, I can't miss this. There's not one out there. There's, there's one I'm going to bring up. You'll go, oh, I didn't think about that. Which one? Your, your most surprising show. Even Legion, I, I, I can be okay without missing it. No, okay. There's no show this season, this year, that I'm like, i got to see this. At not, this no point one. in time. At this point in At time. Point right. in time. All right. So for me, Legion, I'm absolutely just can't wait for season two of Legion to come along. I love season one so much. Looking forward to that. Um, as much as I talked bad about the idea of a prequel and didn't want Krypton to happen, the closer we're getting to it and the more I'm hearing about it, I'm actually getting excited about Krypton. What last? I actually have no idea. I, and I still think it should be limited. I still think it should be like one or two seasons to be done. I don't think it should be just an ongoing long-term one. But I'm at least excited about it for now. Um iZombie. I love iZombie each year. iZombie will be coming back. So those are those are probably the three biggest. And then I have to admit, my guilty pleasure, American Idol's coming back. Wow. So I gotta see American Idol. The only one I can honestly think of that I'm even close to is Star Trek Discovery. Which is funny because yeah. I hate Star Trek. Before <laughs> this movie, I never really was a Star Trek fan. Yeah. It comes back I, like in two weeks or I, something I like, like the, I like the reboots of the movies or whatever they are. Not really reboots. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They were good, but I like this new show. So yeah. All right. So that's that. Uh, comics. You don't read comics, but I'm going to say for the rest of the year, I'm definitely looking forward to the rest of Doomsday Clock. It'll it'll complete it'll it'll complete next December. So it's going to take the full year to tell. Loving the first two issues. Uh, it's blending Watchmen and the DC Universe together, and it sounds like are we sure we want to do that in concept? But it's Jeff Johns, and you just have to trust in the Johns. You that, do. that sounds weird. Trust in the Jeff. I don't know. I, I have you say it. Oh, Brian Michael Bendis has officially joined DC. How do you feel? Um, I'm not sure. He's I, had I, some great stories in his well, time, but he he's has. had some very controversial, like, what the heck is going on? Right. So, so, okay, so here's something I'm not looking forward to in the new year. Okay, so a year and a half ago, um, two year, well, about two years ago, DC realized that their whole New 52 experiment, while it started big, that was more of the, you know. Something new is Something new, let's see what time, it is. Yeah. It wasn't working. They'd lost that spark. But they found it again with Lois and Clark, the, the Superman comic that was bringing back the original Superman and Lois still married and so on. And Dan Jurgens was writing it. And they had to do something new, which was doing something old, doing Rebirth. So they plotted out this whole thing. And you had a triumvirate, I think that's the word, of presidents at D.C. It's kind of weird. You got Dan DiDio, um, Jim Lee, and Jeff Johns. 
and they have different responsibilities, but the three of them kind of together run DC. Which Jim Lee being part of that is confusing me, but good. Right. And Jim Lee, in my opinion, is really responsible for most of the New 52 stuff I don't like. His art is great, yeah, but he was nice. he tried to take DC and make it an image-type comic. He, image he did. I, I agree. Comic. Yes. All right. So Rebirth happens, and Jeff Johns is leading the whole Rebirth thing, and it's very successful. And I really think that Dan DiDio and Jim Lee were upset about that. This really? whole new direction that they wanted to take the company, turn it into Marvel 2 or Image 2, didn't go anywhere. And what was working was Jeff Johns taking, bringing back the legacy stuff, and it worked. They couldn't say anything about it because it was working. So behind the scenes, they start working on their own plan. And their own plan ended up being two things. One was metal. And metal is Scott Snyder doing his Batman story that feels very much like a Marvel um, miniseries with expanding and delays and adding on side stories and just it's a mess, um, my opinion. A lot of people love it, like a lot of people love some of the Marvel miniseries, but it feels very much like a Marvel miniseries. And spinning out of that, the new age of DC heroes. Okay, before we've even finished Rebirth, Doomsday Clock is supposed to be the culmination of Rebirth, the whole putting everything together, a huge plan. Jim Lee and Dan DiDio, but mainly Jim Lee, put together the new age of DC heroes. And in this, they're launching like eight new books or something like that, seven, eight, nine books. And with premier creators, and in all their advertising, that's how they put it, premier creators. And they're giving certain creators more money, extra advertising, extra control, extra whatever, and really promoting them like crazy. And they announced it, and then they delayed it, and then they announced it, and then delayed it. And it's finally coming this year, and it's taking focus off of Rebirth, which was working so well. And I just really think it's Jim Lee primarily, but him and Dan DiDio struggling. I think we're seeing a power struggle inside DC Comics on what will that company be. Hmm. And I'm not looking forward to finding out what it's going to be, because I don't want it to go down. I mean, no matter whether you like Marvel, Image, DC, it's good that they each have their own identity. That Because you have different readers who have different things they like. If you are more visual, Image was where you wanted to go. If you um, were kind of an X-Men, the Kirby history type stuff, you're a Marvel person. If you like that legacy, the, you know, the passing the baton from father to son and, you know, down to sidekicks and all the rest, the whole legacy thing, that was that was DC. Each of them had their identity, and that's being stripped away. I'll tell you one thing. If it's a power struggle involving Jim Lee, I can pretty much guarantee you it's going to be delayed. It will be. It will be delayed. Oh, it, it already has been. <laughs> there we go. So you know it's Jim Lee's involved. Yes. Yes. So I, that's one I'm not looking forward to. Sorry, I, I derailed us on our looking no, forward to. No, it's too, cool because but... um, like, I really miss reading comics. The problem is I know I can't. Yeah. No, it's like it. comics is an addiction. It really is. And if I buy one, I'm going to buy 20. I understand. Believe me, I understand. Yeah, so, because, um, you know, just recently I was watching the dogs while you were gone. And every day I play the dogs. I walk into the living room, I see a stack of comics. Yeah. Very tempting. I'm actually held for like an hour or two, so my daughter can play the dogs. I'm like, well, something to do. So many times, I'm like, eh, he won't mind if I read a comic too. No, absolutely not. Never did. Never, a <laughs> couple times looked at him. This looks really cool. I'm not going to pick it up. I can't do it. I just can't do I get it. it. I get it. So, um, right. So you're not looking forward to anything in comics. I'm not looking forward to anything in video games. So is there a video game you're looking forward to? Again, 
I'm kind of a free agent. I it, it seems like my interest has just changed recently. Yeah. Um, there's a couple coming out. I'm the new Spider-Man comes out. I think it looks really cool. Okay. Um, but other than that, I'm not really sure. Yeah. I, I did some minor research into them, and again, some look. Oh, that's cool. New Kingdom Hearts looks cool. Um, there's no new Star Wars games I saw coming out, which again blows my mind. Star Wars no video game. Why yeah, not? Yeah, they're just it's... Marvel Comics no video games. Why? Why? Why would you have those two markets where... I know. It, it seems weird that Disney's failing in certain spots. It does. I mean, they both have an online game you can play. Marvel is completely free to play. And I enjoyed some of it. It get boring really fast. The Star Wars game is actually fun, but unless you pay to play it, then you really then you can't do it. It's like where Marvel succeeds, or Disney, where Disney succeeds, they blow everybody out of the water. Right. But when they fail, they just... It just... It's like they're not even playing video games. Um... You know, TV. I mean, Netflix and all, they're doing fine. But think about um, Marvel stuff on just regular broadcast TV. Inhumans, ugh. I mean, that was yeah. horrible. Um, S.H.I.E.L.D. The only reason it got renewed over and over is because it was on a Disney-owned channel. Otherwise, it would have been gone a long time ago. Actually, let me take that back. There is a Spider-Man game coming out this year. That does look great. Okay. But if you actually think of it, right, fanboys, that's mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. We love the comics. We love the TV shows. We love the video games. We do a little of everything, yeah. Yeah, video games seems a very like DC doesn't do video games either, really. Every so often, there's a Batman one comes out, which has been great. Well, the Arkham, the Arkham which line is, has again, been. That's been what once every two, three years, something like that. I thought it was like once every year, is it not? The last one was Arkham Knight, which I think was two years ago. Okay, but they have it. I could be wrong. But they've got Injustice is the other one. Okay, but, okay, so once a year there's something. But I, I don't know. I think, especially with Star Wars, it blows my mind the most. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I would market the junk out of these things. I know. So bringing up Star Wars, let's yes. segue into our final topic of the day. We wanted to talk a little bit more about Star Wars The yeah. Last Jedi, we, right? Nothing really to talk about. Well, I guess we'll probably look into movie-wise in a second about it. But overall, yeah, um, it is currently the least liked Star Wars movie as opposed to Rod Tomatoes fan base. Thoughts? I mean, is that accurate, first of well, all? First, I still... I question the accuracy yeah, of that. I still think Rotten Tomatoes is... A false thing to look at. Oh, absolutely, I, it, I agree with you. Uh, it, it just, it just doesn't work anymore. It, it worked when it was small. It, it's, it's gotten to the point where Rotten Tomatoes just doesn't it's too work big, anymore. and people rely on it too much. Yeah, um, and that's across the board with any any movie. Uh, you, there's exceptions. I mean, if you have a little artsy movie, pro- you can probably trust what it says on there because nobody's paying attention. Nobody's trying to twist it around or change anything. But for the most part, Rotten Tomatoes can be ignored. But there is no ignoring the fact that people are disappointed in the Last Jedi. Right. No matter what its score it just, is. It, it's mind-blowing because people in this movie, as opposed to other movies, are either they love it or they hate it. Yeah. I'm like one of the few people that are like, I liked it, but there's a lot of problems. I'm like one of the minor- minorities in that one. Like, they really like people like me. I think you're more like, there's some cool parts, but I don't like it. That's more like you, I think? Um, almost, I'd have to go back and see it again, but almost every single scene, standalone, I enjoyed. There right. might be an exception here or there, but overall... Every single scene, just pull it out. Like if I'm flipping the TV around and stop to watch one scene, I completely enjoy the scene. I did not think the movie worked all put together. And that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. It felt, so many scenes felt out of place to me. Yeah. Um, and as a, so regardless of that, so you and I pretty much feel the same way at this movie. Yeah. Um, but regardless oh, of that. I do have to say, there's one scene, no. Get rid of the stupid space cow blue milk scene or whatever but okay get rid of that one outside of that that, one, that was a whole two seconds on a two and a half I know, hour I know, movie I know, okay I know. so we're good in that <laughs> um, 
this movie is now $220 million at the same time shy of Force Awakens. Force Awakens took a lot of heat because it's kind of ripped off a new hope. Let's be real, it was. Yeah. But it was a fun movie. We got it. Was, it was well put together. Um, Last Jedi was actually, overall, it was a story, a pretty decent story. It just it didn't flow well at all. It flowed no. so horribly to me. And, you know, regardless of what the fans say, oh, this movie's great, it's the best ever, somewhere it's not hitting everybody. It's not. And, and unfortunately, I will say, unfortunately, everybody who dislikes it or has something negative to say about it, including us, mm-hmm. by the people who like it, we all get lumped in together in the same mentality because some of the loudest people who've been not liking it have been the ones saying, Luke would never do that, and that was a horrible story idea and so on. I, I don't have any problem with any of that. I mean, I don't control these characters. Right. The writers took the characters where they want to take them. Right. Whether it's where and I take the characters right. or not, You and I are pretty cool with that. Yeah. Um, the Luke has been the biggest outrage of my fans, from what I've seen. Yeah. And even Mark Hamill said the Jedi's don't give up. Well, you never but, really watched Revenge of the Sith now, did you? Because they gave up pretty fast. Well, I mean, after Revenge of the Sith, when you get into the original trilogy, right. Obi-Wan was went, in hiding. went and hit out on Tatooine. Right. Yoda went and... Um, Get out and um, Dagobah and Dagobah. There's all so, these other side stories of the Jedi, the yeah. Jedi. So lived. I mean, th- there's plenty of. That's what they do. I, I I don't have a problem with that. Right. Neither neither do I. The the story elements I don't have a problem with. It's again, it was construction of the it story. It was execution. Yeah. Right. Uh, visually wise, there's some really cool scenes. The Leia and floating in space scene. I still hate with a passion. I would have done that completely different. But than that, yeah. Yeah. again, that's a two minute long scene of. Two and a half hour long movie. Right, right. I'm over that pretty fast. Um, but regardless of this, $220 million of this short period of time, that does have to say something to Disney. Yeah. I mean, do you think, as because as of right now, this director, Ryan Johnson, is the guy in charge of the next trilogy? I don't think it'll ever happen. Really? I really don't think it'll ever happen. I think it's one of those that'll get delayed because we've got to still get through Solo. Right. Then we've got to do Episode 9. Right. Then they'll probably have another standalone movie of some type. Which, which, if, what do you think that's going to be? I'm hoping it's Obi-Wan. It could be Boba Fett. I think it's one of the evil Boba Fett or Obi-Wan. I think it'd be Obi-Wan because Greg yeah, wants to come Obi-Wan. Back. And honestly, I think you could do a great Lando Cal- Calrissian or oh, absolutely. Descendants of Lando or yeah. something like that. Do a con man story. Do Ocean's Eleven in the Star Wars universe with Lando's. I think they might um, Lando's Eleven. There we go. Glover Lando's hits it Eleven. Off, uh, Danny Glover, I think his name. Yeah. Or Donald Glover. Donald, Donald Glover. Okay. If he hit, he, he's an amazing guy. He's one of my favorite actors right now in Hollywood. If he hits it off as Lando, and I think if anybody can pull Lando off, yeah. it's going to be him. Yeah. He's going to be extremely charismatic. People don't want to see more of him. Yeah. And he's such a likable guy outside of movies. I think he would do so, it. So now you're three years or more than three years out from now mm-hmm. before those even have a chance of coming around. And think about how many movies in Hollywood get announced. Yeah, but even big, gigantic deals. And then they never happen because people get busy and they can't align Disney their schedules. Disney does want a Star Wars movie every year. They've made yeah. that more known. Now, here's yeah. the deal, and I see what you're saying with this, you know, there's still years down the road. This guy's supposed to be writing a trilogy right now. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the problems, my biggest problem, I think, with Last Jedi was, not even the execution of it, was the fact it did feel like two different directors going two different story arcs. Yeah. I think Disney learned that, and Disney's like, okay, we want an entire story arc from you right now. So this Could guy be. needs to get started in this right now, I think. Could be. It's even, just... Because you figure, just pre-production alone, that's at least one or two years. It is. It's just... Since so much of my problem was the construction of the movie, which the director is the one that's 100% responsible for that, even if he's been pulled aside by producers and executive yes. producers, J.J. Abrams or anybody else, he was still responsible for the construction of that movie. 
didn't have a problem with the story elements, but the construction I did, it almost seems like he bit off something he wasn't ready to handle. Now, maybe having this experience and having this negative backlash is a growth opportunity for him. Oh, it will be a growth opportunity. Yeah. I mean, could be he learns from this and gives us a great trilogy. I just don't think it'll ever happen. It's just don't. part of me thinks that if this was the beginning of the new Star Wars trilogy, why have a good movie? Because another story already told and the characters seem to go in a complete different direction in the story. And again, let's be real, the Finn, my favorite, one of my favorite characters from Force Awakens, I love Finn. Mm-hmm. This movie, the whole Kanto Blight, because they needed a story to give him because he's the main character and they didn't have anything to do. Right. That was Kanto Blight, that's only it. And that ruined it for me. Um, there was a lot of problems. I wasn't trying to, I'm going to get a point here. <laughs> I forgot where it was totally. <laughs> um, anyways, long story short is, I think if this started off as The Last Jedi is the first movie, it might have been better. It really might have been better. It might have been, um, I don't know. I, I just. I mean, there are parts like a Nick picked this movie up and down, left and right. But to be fair, I think every Star Wars movie you can do that. I just, I just hope that because J.J. Abrams is coming back to do yes, to direct the third one, right? I think he's directing and writing, is he not? Yeah, but that's what I mean. He's he's fully in charge yes. of the third one. Hopefully, that gets us back to okay. That's what we were wanting to see. But again, won't that mess things up more? Because again, it, it, if it should, finishes out the story, so we can put that one behind us, and you get to start a new story and not have any baggage. Maybe this, this new guy... Is, I, I think the number one problem with this movie was it, the entire trilogy wasn't written right away. Well, yeah. Or at least what we what we want to accomplish this trilogy. Yeah. It felt like J.D. Abrams wanted to go in direction. A big triumphal return of Luke. Where they felt like Disney, well, let's, you know, let's kill all the old characters and let's bring new, all new blood in there. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, and it could be because he was doing Star Trek and this was Disney's first... You know, Force Awakens was Disney's first attempt at a Star Wars movie and they didn't want to overcommit. Right. They should have committed. They absolutely um, should have committed. I would have committed. Again, they had the money. Oh, yeah. I mean, Disney can lose $100 million, and I, didn't I have that in my pocket yesterday? Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, that's, Write it off real fast. Yeah, they don't care. But, they I mean, can't, They can't do it, you know, a couple of things I'm, I'm going to write one away for this. People are saying, what do you mean? This movie's great. It's making a lot of money. Call it what it is. It's Star Wars. It's going to make a lot of money, no matter what. Yeah. Star Wars movies makes money. For now, you made a point earlier was, well, do two or three movies like this were not really liked about Yeah, that can fans. change things. That will change things up. I do think you need about two or three bad movies for that to happen. And I'm not saying this movie is horrible. I don't think it is horrible. But if you had several in a row like this, Where that changes the audience things. is 50-50, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think right now is, for the next trilogy, write it write entire trilogy right away yeah change things up editing here and there right, you know yeah. this and how this character react always some things you to change but for the most part know what you want to accomplish I don't feel like this was that, done that way um 20 to 20 million dollars over this short period of time is a big money number yeah. that Disney has to look at and they have the question is this the direction we want to go and, and some percentage of that is just because the last one was the first Disney one there was always going to be a gap but I think another percentage is a lot of the people that saw that movie start Two or three times. Yeah, I saw it twice in the theater. Yeah, I did too. I was thinking about seeing Last Jedi again, just the fact that I got to see it again. Just, did I really not like some <laughs> of the parts? I think I might like it again a second time, but I had no desire to see it again a second time in the theater. I'm, no, I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch it again. I'm gonna watch it again at home, and I'm gonna and when it comes out for home, we'll be able to analyze it better because we'll be able to sit there and rewind it. Do we just see that? Okay, write that down. Yeah, we can we can actually prep for an episode really really well. Yeah. So we're gonna do that right now. We'll plan for old Titans, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Does it hold down? I guess we'll call it because <laughs> let's be real this movie's been 
Regardless of what you think, this movie was beat down by a lot of fans. Yeah, um, Some things are unfair. A lot of people are referring to this Rose um, actress as the new Jar Jar Binks. No. Completely unfair. I, I had no problem with Rose. Because, again, she was thrown in there. Yeah, you, you were forced to like it right away, which I hate when they do that in movies. For the most part, she was okay to me. She yeah. really was okay to me. She, she was fine. The only, only problem I had with Rose, really was not with Rose, it was the fact that if they have stun technology that can throw a grown man, you know, nine feet backwards, why don't they just include that on every single thing that they carry? Well, you know, a lot of technology that they have that they can, they can't send out emails in Star Wars. Yeah, What's up with that? That's mind blowing to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a character, there were parts she annoyed me, yeah. especially her last rogue sacrifice at the end. I, I think the, the reason they brought her in because they needed a chemistry for Finn, yeah. a romance person for Finn. Yeah. And the Finn and Ray chemistry just wasn't there. I think that was always the original intent that they were supposed to be the next couple and then bring about the new Jedis and that kind of stuff. Well, they had no chemistry. They really had no chemistry together. They didn't. And you did have in the original trilogy the, the love triangle. Right. Before you learned that Leia was the sister, you had the, well, is she going to end up with Luke or with Han? Well, I'm pretty sure none of these guys are related. Ray, Finn, and Rose are not related. I, I, I'm pretty, I feel confident I, I, yeah, saying I feel, that. Yeah, I feel pretty good on that. Um, I just I felt there wasn't a ke- the funny thing about it was there was more chemistry between Finn and Poe than there was between Finn and Ray. Let's be real. It is two thousand six, actually yeah. two thousand eighteen now. So and, and that's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah, to be where we end up. So I think that's one of the reasons they brought her in. But compared to Jar Jar Binks, even if Phantom Menace was a great movie, Jar Jar Binks would make you hate that movie a little bit. Let's be real. He would, would he not? Because he was so annoying that every scene he was in just killed the scene. He was annoying. But in as much as everybody makes fun of Jar Jar Binks, he was not my least favorite thing of the original trilogy. Well, actually, mine was Anakin, honestly. It was, yeah. Um, young Anakin, yeah, a little annoying, but... No, Young Anakin was really annoying. But... A really bad actress, actually, actor. And Hayden Christensen, I hate to say this, because for all I know, he's had other roles where he does a really good job. But in the two Star Wars movies that he had, he was horrible. I thought he was better than Jake Lloyd. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I think Phantom was a better movie than um, Attack of the Clones, which is not saying much because yeah. they both were. But we still movies. don't like Hayden Christensen's acting. No, I thought know. I thought what was the problem with the Illusion trilogy because Revenge of the Sith I thought was a decent movie. The problem is I still think Last Jedi is better than those. Is the fact that the acting alone in Revenge yeah. of the Sith was so bad, and the acting in New Hope must be real wasn't that great either. But compared to Revenge of the Sith, was a lot better. Here's here's my hope. I'm gonna I'm gonna end my thoughts. You can have some final thoughts too. My my thoughts for the new year. I hope they decide to just forget about this new trilogy with this Ryan, whatever his director's Ryan Johnson, name is, yes. Ryan Johnson. Just forget about that quietly, and announce before the end of the year that they're going back and redoing the first two chapters that's never and making Rogue One the official chapter three. That is never going to happen. That that's what I hope. That's what I hope. That's a new hope that's going to that's a new fall. hope. That is the last Jedi hope that's, right that's there. That's my hope for the year. That's not going to happen. Um, Do you have a hope for the year? Something that's so far-fetched that probably going to happen, but you still hope for it to happen? Well, that's a tough question. That's an on-the-spot question. Maybe you can't I question. hope I'm cast as the new Spider-Man. As the older Spider-Man, you want to, you know, they the Mayday okay. Parker stories, the Elfwood okay. stories, that yeah. kind of stuff. The casting is Peter Parker. I had the gray, he had the gray hair in the sides. I had the gray hair in the sides. Yeah, you got that? Well, I mean, it could be me. I'm there just going out there. There we go. Yeah, I still think you need to cosplay Luke at convention this summer. I am, I'm honestly thinking about that. Old right Luke, I might do that. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. All right, you got any last thoughts before we close out our fiftieth episode? 
50 episodes. Um, happy 50th. Happy 50th. That's it. Because we missed that year anniversary by that day. Actually, yeah, yeah, we asked yeah. later on that day that there was a year anniversary. Yeah. So All happy right. 50th. Happy yeah, 50th. we made it this long. We didn't think we were going to. No. I really didn't think we'd make it past like three. You're probably right, actually. So, hey. so but that's good. All right. So do we have a B-Man question of the week yes. for next time? We're actually going to start with B-Man questions of the week again. We talked about Disney buying Netflix, possibly. Rumors. Okay. Do you think we'll ever see the day where Disney buys Warner Brothers? And if so, okay. let's make it a two-part question. Okay. This okay. is came to my mind. If okay. they ever buy Warner Brothers, do you think Marvel and DC would combine the universes or still keep them separate? All right. So that's for next time. That's next time. That's for next time. I just got to chill and thinking about that one. But okay. Until next time, this is John Paul. B-Man. We are out of here.